0: Dear Cheap Astronomy, will we ever grow crops in Martian regolith? So firstly, you can't really grow any crops from Earth on Mars, since Earth plants need oxygen. While photosynthesis can make oxygen, plants don't have vascular systems that can move oxygen around. So if there isn't enough oxygen in the atmosphere to start with, then the roots die and the plant dies. You might have more luck with single-cell algae, but they need a lot more water and warmth than they will ever get on the surface of Mars. It might be warmer and wetter underground on Mars, but then you can't have photosynthesis. So really, the only way to grow crops on Mars is to first land astronauts or robots and have them build a sealed, oxygenated and warmed greenhouse. With that in place we can then talk about the growth potential of Martian regolith. Unlike lunar regolith, which is composed of sharp and spiky particles, mostly fractured shrapnel from small and large meteorite collisions, Martian regolith has undergone weathering, so its particles are smoother and rounder, some components having been shaped by water from billions of years ago when water flowed on the planet, but otherwise, the Martian winds have done most of the work. Speaking of winds, there's always some exchange between Martian regolith and Martian dust, where dust may stay aloft in the atmosphere for long periods, remembering that even though the atmosphere is less dense than Earth, there's also less gravity and no rain. As a consequence, there's always some dust in the atmosphere, which is what makes the Martian sky red But there's also dust storms that arise during Martian spring and summer because you get more atmospheric gas from polar ice melts and there's more energy in the atmosphere from solar heating. So what might normally be regolith becomes dust lofted upwards for a temporary period. And this cycling of regolith to dust to regolith again also adds to the weathering. But anyway, once the regolith is back on the ground... And in a greenhouse, could we actually grow earth crops in it? Well, not easily. Our landers and rovers have found a lot of perchlorate in soil samples. Although we have only tested a few sites, its consistent finding at all those sites suggests that the perchlorate is a planet-wide phenomenon. And unfortunately, perchlorate is pretty toxic stuff, not only to plants, but also to people. So, while you might be able to grow some slow-growing perchlorate-resistant plants, they're still going to absorb that perchlorate, so you wouldn't be able to eat them anyway. Optimists have suggested that we could first seed the land with bacteria that can metabolise perchlorates, which might work if those bacteria didn't need water and weren't bothered by the high UV radiation on the Martian surface. Unfortunately, neither of those things are true. And sure, you could bring the soil into a protected environment and grow the bacteria there, but if you're going to go to that sort of trouble, you might as well just build a processing plant and chemically leach the perchlorate out. Indeed, if you are going to go to that sort of trouble, you might consider that it would be a whole lot easier just to grow everything hydroponically. So, as always... Anything is possible, but whether it's worth it, economically or existentially, remains to be seen. If we ever do decide it's really worthwhile to colonise such a harsh environment as Mars, then sure, we could have industrial-scale greenhouses and industrial-scale soil leaching refineries, after which we could add organic nutrients in the usual way, which is the one part of the whole process that might be cheap. On the bright side though, the leached perchlorates could be converted into oxygen and also rocket fuel, so at least you'd be able to take holidays from your smelly old greenhouse, probably to somewhere that isn't red.